0: That one egg
1: was 40 eggs? That's a big fucking pile of garbage.
0: I'm the farting demon in this <laughs> relationship. I'd be an awesome rich person. You're both just an exactly.
1: embarrassment. God, I'm awesome.
2: Today. We're talking Tom Hanks and his Yeah, I had my
0: finger in my mouth waiting for you to finish. You gotta get
1: four balls or something? Like dick right. No,
2: you know damn well I'm fucking that demon. is still sexy. How could that be close not be random? Yeah, just kill some random dude. If you want cheese, you get a milk You're tank. waiting for me no, I can hate on it. It sucked. Boners.
1: Hey everyone, and welcome to the second part of our Plotty Times Best Reviewed Games of 2023. Hey, thanks for coming. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah,
2: it's very, very hey, nice you of you. So,
1: buddy? Are you, Are you good there? <laughs> so Can last, I get you something? <laughs> last week we talked about the top games: the three, five, four, and three. Well, five and tied for three. Five and tied for three or four. It doesn't matter. Five yeah. and the two games that tied for the next two spots. <laughs> of course, if you miss that, I really think you should go back and download it and then tell all your friends to download it because all that really helps. But uh, the top three games we had, number five was Uncharted 3, Drake's Deception. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Number two or number four, A, is The Saboteur. <laughs> and 3B. <laughs> and 3B is Infamous 2. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with scores of 37, 38, and thirty-eight.
2: I'm going to go out on a limb and say, "Infamous" is number three. <laughs> wow, you're
1: doing it. You're I'm putting doing it there. It. Okay, is I mean, the three. scores
2: are the same. I understand that, but sure, sure. It's it was it was slightly better.
1: Mm, it's higher on my list. There you go. There so you there go. There it is. It's number three. It has been decided. So, what we're going to do this week? We're going to go through games number two. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about game number one. Ooh. Oh shit! In between shit. those two clips and discussions, we're going to talk about the bottom five games. Guys out there, we do this every year. You love it. (laughs) We love it. And I am excited to talk about these bottom five. That's my favorite part. I don't know if these are the worst bottom five. I can do a quick check while we're talking about them, but... They're down there. These are bad. Like, there's... (laughs) I mean, I think five and four are just not great, but three, two, and one are
0: trash. Oh, my
1: god. (laughs) Listeners, stick around. This is gonna be fun. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, but before we even get into that, let's talk about our number two game that we reviewed in twenty twenty three. Okay. Oh shit. Um, so far, these there have just been Doctor Scientist picks. Is it August? Oh, three Doctor Scientist picks. Three Doctor Scientist picks. Nice. Gross. And now we're getting into a Papa Scotch pick. Oh.
2: Yeah, you're all with me. This Papa is Scotch gross. usually
1: does not show up this far <laughs> down this list. Wait, did
2: we talk about the five worst already? <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> nice. Oh, what is it? At the, uh, I no, this would be number one. I'm Maybe on the edge of my number... seat. All right. This game with a score of 45. Jump from 30, whatever. Seven points better than the last two. Then coming in next, episode 244, which was released October 12th, 2023. So only a couple months ago here. Wow. Mm. Eternal Darkness, Sanity's Requiem. Ooh. Oh, that was a cool one. That was a really cool yeah, one. That was the one told on different times. Yeah, it, it was basically the framework was you're, you're, you play as this woman, your father died, yeah. you go back yeah. to the estate, and as you're uncovering the mystery, finding pieces of the book yeah. throughout the whole was house, a good one. you go back in time it's and tell the story. if I remember correctly. It's a GameCube game. That was also the game that, remember, it fucked with you. You had yeah. a sanity meter. Yeah, yeah. And the game would just, like, the sound would go out, and it would say mute in the corner. Yeah. And you're like, oh, fuck, did I hit the remote? It doesn't hit as hard now with... Um, I know. LCD or LED days or it's LCD a days, but uh, yeah, I I thought the game was. I remember reading it in a list of uh, like underrated gems or whatever, mm-hmm. and then I watched the video and I'm like, this is really good. Yeah. Oh, I did definitely score this more than I did Infamous Two. I hope so. Well, no, Infamous Two is pretty great. <laughs>
2: yeah, but this one caught me off guard. It's something I never heard of. And yeah, it was really actually I good. The way the
1: story was told.
2: Yeah, that was the one where the god was helping you.
1: Yeah, and I remember, the bad guy was like bad god. The bad god was what? oh yeah, because it was actually a fight between like gods in like yeah, inner space. Yeah, and you what you with yeah lasers. Yeah. And it was like, that game guy. It's out like a me. laser
2: squid in space or yeah, something. Yeah, it
1: starts with your dad getting murdered, and ends with laser squids fighting in, <laughs> yeah. in yeah. the it, void. It depended on what you picked in the beginning, and then if you played through all three, it was a
2: oh yeah, yeah, that was yeah. neat.
1: Yeah, Doctor Scientist gave it a fifteen, Chump Slap gave it a thirteen, I gave it a seventeen. Yeah. For yeah. a final score of 45 back, yeah, in October. I I wish I could have played this game. I never had a GameCube, so I completely missed it there. Yeah, same.
0: They should remake it. I did. It's yeah. definitely worth it. <sighs> GameCube was fun.
1: There were good games on GameCube. Yeah, there were. Mad World is the only one that comes to mind. I can't think of any off the top of my head. I think it. it I think GameCube, and you guys out there can correct Soul me Soul But like Resident Evil 4 was on there.
0: Or was that Dreamcast? Dreamcast.
1: That's, um, that's, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Yeah. Of Dreamcast, I get
2: it confused with the GameCube because they were the same shape.
1: <laughs> GameCube was a lot more like. I hated that controller. Focused. Yeah.
2: The GameCube controller. Yeah.
1: I hated it. I, I like the, never. I didn't look like it at it was a box either.
2: It was. No. Uh, it had a handle. The GameCube. Yeah. I
1: forgot about that. that yeah, they have a handle. You can carry it around with you. <laughs> with the little discs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Eternal Darkness Sanity's Requiem. We're going to play a clip of it so you can enjoy this and, you know. It's the end of the year, guys. We're taking a break. So yeah. uh enjoy this clip of us talking about internal darkness. Sandy's Requiem right now. I'm going to try to do the best I can. But it takes place in basically four different locations with a whole bunch of different characters over like 2000 years. And it's not in chronological order. Oh, yeah, I know.
2: But the fucking wiki is,
1: which bugged me. <laughs> yeah. So this was a fun one to to get together and i have so many notes but i'm gonna try to get to th- get through this as efficiently as possible so we start with a voiceover intro from edward Royvis, roivas Royvis. I say Royvis; it's faster <laughs> he uh talks a lot about the guardians are getting restless and they're coming to to, to is they're coming over his granddaughter she's the last hope of humanity they're gonna get her and then it just cuts to shotgun blasting some skeletons as our main cal- character Alexandra Roybus. Mm-hmm. Um, she sees her ghost dad. It turns out to be all a dream, and she gets a phone call. It's the cops in Rhode Island. They're like, "Your dad is dead. You got to get here." So she fucks off to Rhode Island to her family's mansion. I guess. Yep. And and like this, what we're talking about. This is the story. Like this is the main story. It's it's Alexandra going through the mansion. As she goes through and gets more clues and pages of a diary, she reads those, and then we go back and play those segments. Yeah. So it's a little, still did it, it's a little all over the place. I like how so. she gets a
2: call that an accident happened, she gets there, and he's fucking headless. It's like, <laughs> and they don't know where the head is.
0: Yeah, like, he's still there. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's some, they just call her in and look at the body. I was <laughs> like, I even wrote, get the fuck out of here. Yeah.
1: They're not gonna...
2: They just left the body there that whole time until she got there. bloody, yeah. Yeah.
1: And the detective's like, oh, man, yeah, we got nothing.
0: (laughs) Nothing at all.
1: Don't even have a head. Not even sure you can identify it. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever. It's funny. This starts in the year, takes place in the year 2000. And she goes to the estate. The cop thing happens. Really tactless bullshit. And he says the cop's got nothing. She decides to look for her own clues. So she finds first a secret room containing a book bound with human skin called the Tome of Eternal Darkness. Ooh. Pretty badass, but we're gonna start with the story of Pius Augustus in twenty six BC. Mm-hmm. Yep, good guy. He was uh, I guess, what was he? A sergeant lieutenant uh in ancient Persia. He was tasked with locating this relic, and he gets lured away from his men after hearing these these disembodied voices, and he kinda goes to these stones and gets teleported to an underground temple. I don't know how to call it except teleportation. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And then he finds these three artifacts that belong to what are called the Ancients, and I'm gonna try to pronounce these, but holy <laughs> shit! Uh, Shatruga, Chaturga. Shaturga, Zilotath, mm-hmm. and Ulioth, Ulioth, I'm not gonna say those names again. Ulioth. Yeah, they, I think they like said thousand that thousand one. They do Maybe. say Ulioth. I didn't know. I didn't hear the other ones. That that was one that we mostly dealt with. But he gets blasted with face lightning. And he turns into some kind of like skeleton demon with immense power and he's got a new mission and he pledges allegiance to the gods and he's like, all right, I'm in. Let's get you fucks to our universe. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. He's going to get the ancient there. Now he turns out to be, or he is, I don't want to say the main bad guy, but he's definitely, well, I guess he's the main bad guy because he's not like the most powerful being. He's just kind of doing their bidding. He's the main antagonist. Well, yeah. Some sure. God
2: powers, doesn't he?
1: Oh, he sure does. He kicks a lot of Yeah. Yeah. But then we uh, start this chapter called The Binding of the Corpse God, and we're now in 1115 in Angratong, Cambodia. Of course. Uh, Pius is here threatening Mantarok, the Corpse God, which, for those Star Wars fans out there, looks like a Sarlacc pit with eyes. Am I right?
2: Yeah.
1: It reminded me of the the pit from John Dies at the end. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense, too. But it's got, like, tentacles, and it lives in a temple-ish thing. another ancient yeah, yes. It's another ancient who is specifically tasked with imprisoning the other ancients.
2: And it's on our plane of existence? hmm
1: Yeah. Yes. And then this story uh, was being read by a young timer girl named Elia, and she's like, why does anything cool ever happen here? And then she finds herself into the temple, and she's like, oh, fuck, okay, great, now I'm in this. So she finds her way through the temple, finds Manorak, who quickly eats some other cards which was pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pius shows up, talks shit, tells the girl to get out of here, and then she gets zapped and passes out. And when she wakes up, she's told that she has to fight the eternal darkness. So she's getting roped into this now. Of course. There's gonna be a lot of that. There's gonna be a lot of characters who are like, what the fuck is this? You're now fighting the eternal darkness and expected to sacrifice everything so the eternal darkness does not get to our plane. All right. Yeah, someone's gotta do yeah. it. You were complaining you didn't have shit to do. <laughs> yeah, for real. Boy, do you have shit to do now. So... Manorak entrusts her with the task of protecting the ancients essence within her body and then Pius kills her without
0: knowing what is in her body
1: right he just was like all right you've run your course bam dead Pius speaks to his his master do they ever name the master with the god or is it is that Ulioth or is it he just refers to it
0: who well uh In the beginning, when you get to those three stones, you can pick any one. Oh, 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 really? But the main video that I saw was Uliath. Yeah, the
1: one I saw was Uliath, too. But he just... That makes a lot of sense, because in the story, he always refers to him as just Master. Yeah, yeah. Which I guess was a way to, like, not record three different lines. Like, just (laughs) these. True. But, all right. 2002. You had to do what you had to do. So, after speaking to the Master, Pius is ordered to kill Charlemagne the Frank. He believes that if the big players unite, that... They can take down Pius and the master. So he's like, we're going to take them out first.
0: Yeah. It Makes sense.
1: Got some shit to do and these people are going to get in your way. Take them out. Exactly. But And I think a lot of these people like don't know how important they are or what role they play or whatever. Mm-hmm. So now we're in a new chapter in Amy's France in 8... A- Ami. Ami? Ami France in 814. A Frankish messenger named Anthony gets hit out of nowhere with a spell, and he's like, oh, God, I'm bewitched. And he still needs to run, warn Charlemagne that this letter, and 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 he has to go find Charlemagne and give him this info, right? So yeah. eventually finds a bunch of robe dudes around the dead Charlemagne, and he succumbs to his spell. He dies. The Black Cardians call him a fool, and then a, a I don't know what else to call this, but some kind of blue translucent praying mantis busts out of him.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. They're agents of the ancients. Agents of the ancients.
1: Yeah, that makes sense because he was blue like Ulioth. That was like Ulioth's color was blue. Yeah. They're color-coded. Yeah, color-coded. You cut back to Alexander in the house. She sees some ghost inspectors in the mansion. She finds a secret room. We get another chapter. Uh, I'm not going to say that every time we switch between locations, but that's pretty much what happens. She's she's in the mansion. She does some puzzles. Yeah, it's the game She room. finds a chapter. Yeah, you go get back. to the next level or whatever. It's pretty neat. I liked it. This one's called The Gift of Forever. We're in Persia, 565 AD, with a young swordsman named Kareem, who is on his way to the Forbidden City. He loves this woman, and she's like, well, if you love me, you're going to go into the desert and get this treasure, which...
2: That's that's
1: normal. That's totally healthy. So (laughs) he's wandering around. He gets teleported into the Forbidden City, just like Pius was. It's like a callback. That's how people get in here. Mm Mm-hmm. He finds the Tome of Eternal Darkness, because you remember, this is 1500 years ago, mm-hmm. and then this makes skeleton guards come alive, you fight your way through as Kareem, Chandra's ghost comes to visit you, and say, this this is the uh, this is the woman who you left, like, to get the treasure yeah, for her.
0: You're working for her. The for princess love. or whatever,
1: yeah. Right. Her ghost shows up, and she's like, you, I guess a lot of time has passed when you're in the Forbidden City, time just doesn't work yeah. the same as outside? Yeah, so I mean, or he's been know. on his
0: quest for a while. I'm not exactly sure which one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, she's time dead. Has now. Passed.
1: Yeah.
0: cuz she was with somebody else.
1: Yeah. Right. She's dead. She's like I married a nobleman and his jealous mistress killed me. It was pretty shitty actually. So she's like, yeah, I now know and understand the uh true pre- the true power of what this treasure is and the stakes involved and you need to kill yourself.
0: this is this is a little bit more manipulative than i thought would be in this game yeah right yeah
1: yeah for sure i thought it was great it's like go get me treasure and that'll show you love me so you go to get the treasure okay now kill yourself
0: if you really love me after i married somebody else it doesn't he's like you lied you betrayed and you don't really look so hot anymore (laughs) but i'll do it
1: And he does it he does it he kisses her and he dies and that's that and then uh we're back in, we go to Alexander in the house, we pop in, she gets the thing, we do a quick scene with Pius telling his master that the Pillar of Flesh has been constructive, constructed, it's all ready for his arrival, and they're going to get everything together to welcome the master. So we're moving forward with this master coming into our universe. <laughs> <plane>. <laughs> the master of chaos is dead, the planets aren't
0: being in alignment, we're going to summon you into our world. I just need this flesh tower, yeah. got it. Oh, you didn't mean that flesh tower.
1: He's just going through the checklist of shit he has to have in order to yeah. bring the master in. I'm our not talking horse. about
0: my penis, no.
1: <laughs> Do you call your penis the flesh tower? That's pretty sick. And now I will. Nice. <laughs> like a flesh pebble, in I right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we jump to this chapter called The Lurking Horses. We're in Rhode Island in 1760. Meet a guy by the name of Maximilian who inherited his father's mansion, you know, just like you did from your dad. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's the and- same mansion. It's the same mansion. It turns out you're a descendant of Maximilian. Right. Royvis. And uh, he's dicked around and he decides to investigate this mansion. Like, the way that they explain this is, is he was in the mansion, his father's mansion. He just got it. And he's like, I'm going to dick around and find out this place's secrets. When I moved into my house, the first thing in my mind wasn't, I should explore its secrets. It wasn't? What the hell no, is wrong with it you? should it have been?
2: Yeah, it should have.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Next house. You get
2: an X-ray machine. You look in all
1: those walls. Right. And there's you, weird you, smells or flies. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you push anything that looks weird that like might open up. You measure rooms so you say, oh, there's not a void between these two walls, <laughs> just to
1: make sure there's not like a hidden hallway or something. Yeah, yeah. you get it. I should have done that. I should have figured out the math anyway. So he goes underneath. He finds a large cavern beneath the mansion, and it contains the ancient city of Inga.
0: <gasps> weird in Rhode Island.
1: Yeah, so he's like, what the fuck? Um, I'm not going to even bother. I'm going to go back to the surface. I'm going to get some help. We're going to get to the bottom of this. Everybody, He goes him. up. No one believes him, and they throw him <laughs> in the fucking loony bin, and that's where he dies. Uh, everyone's uh, like, uh, your story's crazy. Like, you're telling me in that whole chain of events, there's not one person's like, hey, we can easily just like check, check on great. it. Yeah, yeah, for real.
0: Hey, give us the key. I can't give you the key. I'm just believe me.
1: Before we send this man to die in a padded room, let's walk down some steps. Let's see what we find. You know, let's just... He seems very certain about this. Yeah. But no. That's crazy talk. Crazy talk. Now we're in 1983, the year of our Lord AD, with Dr. (laughs) Edwin Lindsay, who's a noted archaeologist, and I just got an Indiana Jones vibe from him.
0: Yeah, he's kind of like that. So he
1: goes to Cambodia on this expedition to explore the temple. Kind of like the archivist from Choo Choo Charles. Oh my God, so true the parallels are stunning (laughs) and uh he goes with this companion who looks like the uh the nazi guy who melts from raiders of the lost ark it had to be a nod (laughs) i think it was done intentionally nice yeah and then uh he's he's about to kill him and we're like what the fuck is going on turns out that was pious in disguise the entire time get the fuck out paul was pious and then Edwin continues on he finds Elia's body remember her from earlier the chimera yeah, girl she has from the, the heart of
0: man in her right That's right Exactly
1: so he isn't supposed to touch this heart with his bare hands and she gives it to him and says all right take this heart you got to take it to this fucking guy in Rhode Island his name's Edward Royvis Obviously. So he's like okay so he he does it a few weeks later drops it off You would have to if someone max if that happened to you you'd have to do it Yeah right? why wouldn't you do
0: that like, don't yeah. touch this, just deliver this to the guy. And it's run like, I don't him. got money for a flight, but
2: I'll find a way.
1: Yeah, like if I saw a guy who I thought was my friend or at least helping me on an expedition turn into a skeleton from ancient Persia, <laughs> I think my I think I'd think i be receptive to that if someone gave me a heart and said, go deliver it to this guy.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a corpse, by the way.
1: <laughs> yes, that's heart. right. A reanimated corpse of someone who existed a thousand years before you. I would believe it. I'm just waiting. One day it's going to happen. So we cut <laughs> to... Pious, who summons some big-ass uh, two-footed demon. They called him the Black Guardian. You fight him later.
0: Yeah, he's supposed to guard something. Oh, yes, yes.
1: We get to the chapter t- titled Heresy from 1485 AD. A Franciscan friar named Paul Luther is going to be your playable character for this section. hmm mm-hmm. You visit the region to find a holy relic at the cathedral. And then as he's going through, all of a sudden, he gets accused of murdering another friar by a local inquisitor. What? No, he didn't do that, though. Yeah, so he just sh- fucking shows up and they're like, well, it's convenient that you just found the body. Did you kill him? And he's like, what? I just <laughs> got here. So he at some point, he's back in the ground. He runs into the tome. He uh, tries to clear his name, figure out what the hell's going on and who killed this friar, But instead, he just finds the Black Guardian and the Black Guardian kills him.
0: It was pretty fucking funny, actually, I thought. Because, like... Yeah, it was. I was expecting was a easy. showdown between him and the Black Guardian, and the Black Guardian just, like, stepped on him and crushed him.
1: That was it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was great. It was great. No notes. Man, we still have a lot to cover here. All right. So, 1460 AD, Roberto Bianchi, who's a Venetian architect was captured under Pius under the guise of being a warlord. So Pius is like, you're a warlord. You're coming with me. <laughs> so then he's under involuntary servitude, and he encounters the spirit of Kareem from earlier. Oh. You know, the guy who went to get the treasure and... Yeah, was told to uh, kill himself.
3: Yeah.
2: Yep, yeah. and then
1: died from making out with the ghosts of Shandor. This is a weird game. Yeah. But anyway, Kareem's like, hey, I got another artifact. Um, here you go. I trust you with it. I Don't build something... Right here. It's going to be bad news. So Roberto's like, tries to warn Pius about the dangers of building the tower here. And then Pius is like, you know what? How about you become part of the tower? And he <laughs> throws him in, like physically in the mortar and becomes like a dead body outline within the tower. Yeah. The tower is made of bodies. It's like the cornerstone of the flesh tower. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. It's all coming together. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we're bouncing around here. Yep. Now we're in 1916 in World War I at the Oblique Cathedral in... Obli. I'll say that. Oh, man. Cathedral in France, which has been converted into a field hospital. We're playing as Peter Jacob. He's a field reporter going around making accounts of the war. And he's in this, this, this field hospital. And he's like, man, patients just keep, like, just disappearing. And he's like, hey, did this person die? Like, no, I don't know. So he ventures into the catacombs underneath the cathedral and he finds the Black Guardian, but instead of, you know, just dying immediately like a Franciscan friar, he <laughs> shoots it with a gun, because we have guns now in 1916, and kills the Black Guardian. Oh. Ah. Nice. What was the Guardian guarding? He was guarding an artifact.
2: Ooh. <gasps> Ooh. Was it one one of those artifacts that is from a, a, a god or
1: something? Yeah, exactly. <sighs> nice. Nice. And then we fast forward to decades later, when uh, Edward... Royvis, in his you know house in Rhode Island, is visited by a now-elderly P- Peter, who basically gives him the account of everything that happens in Ami, France, hands over the artifact in his possession, so now Edward has two out of the three artifacts. I guess, technically, this is the first one. Yeah, it's the first one he gets. Yeah. Because he gets the heart later in the 80s. Mm-hmm. But uh, we go back to another scene of Master and Pius talking, and he's like, hey, um, boy, pro- Pius, bro, you're not going to believe this, but there's another Royvis, and we need to go take them out. And Pius is like, well, we got a few years until the planets align. So this is perfect. I'll just go ahead and take care of this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'll summon a demon
0: bug to do it.
1: Yeah, man. I don't. This lore is wild. I love it. So 1952 <laughs> AD, Chapter Legacy of Darkness. You're now Dr. Edward Royvis as your playable character. Ooh, Alex's grandfather? Dr. Exactly The very same who died at the beginning of this game. Whoa. So, you know, this isn't yeah, going Yeah, you know, he's not going to die in 50s. No, for sure. Yeah, spoiler, self-spoiler. He's a clinical psychologist. He inherits the estate, just like his descendant Maximilian did. I guess all his descendants, they're still living there. He runs into the ghost of Maximilian, and Maximilian guides him to the underground. This is where Edward discovers the city and incorporates magic with a K, machinery. And he uses it to damage that city with a very powerful destructive spell. Now, he knows this isn't enough to destroy it. Mm-hmm. Mm. So he has to research and then figure out in the Tome of, of Darkness what the heck he can do in the final batter, battle. And then decades later, he's violently mur- murdered by one of Angus' guardians that came up into the mansion and killed him. Mm-hmm. Yep, poor guy. So now Pius is prepping the gate to be opened. We're back with Alex. You know, we've been back and forth with her a whole bunch. Uh, she finds another room in the house. She finds a letter from her grandfather to her. He tells her the whole story now mm-hmm. about what she needs to do. She needs to take up the mantle. She needs to t- stop Pius. Uh, I have three of the artifacts. And I bl- they have three and they need to get the fourth? Or does Mantra have the, has fourth? the
0: fourth? Yeah, Pius has okay. the fourth.
1: So the Black Heart of Mantra, the Claw of Shaturgh, the Chaturga. Sigil Chaturga, the Sigil of Zilatath, and the Veil of Uliath. Right. I knew that. Yeah. So they need us all to summon a challenger to Pius's master. So now we're in 1991. A Canadian firefighter named Michael Edwards is in the Middle East putting out oil fires from the Gulf from the Gulf War. Oh, wow. Didn't expect the game to take this turn. But yeah, yeah right. Sure. So there's an explosion happens. His entire team of firefighters gets killed accidentally somehow magically blasts him into the Forbidden City. And he's approached by Roberto's spirit. He gives him the artifact. He tells him to take us to the Royvis family. He then destroys the Forbidden City with a magic bomb. A few months later, delivers the artifact. This is the third one to Edward, and he's like, "Hey, uh, he's like really cagey. He's like, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to last the night. Here's the artifact. I had to get it to you. Good luck, sir." Mm-hmm. Back at the house, Alex fights her way downstairs to what I just referred to as the magic stargate. Yeah, stargate. Yeah, I wrote stargate. Too. <laughs> okay, good. We're all on the same page there. So she places the three relics to summon the challenger. That's going to fight the master during this time. You now have to boss fight Pius. Yes. And I thought it was really cool because during this fight, like the whole theme was that all these people that sacrificed and died to get Edward, the artifacts or to help you or to whatever you could turn into them and you could fight as them. Yeah. So it was kind of like a team effort here. Mm-hmm. That's pretty neat. So I thought that was pretty cool. While you're doing this, the ancients, the one you summoned, uh, whichever storyline you were going with, I think in this one it was really off, uh, is fighting the master with space lasers and plasma in a space dimension.
2: Yeah, I have Pius summoned some jellyfish
1: lord. Yeah, <laughs> and then you defeat Pius, and the challenger that you brought up defeats the master. Uh, you, you killed everybody. Edward's ghost appears and then helps you to... Uh, find the creature, like, basically get Monarok back to health so none of them can come into the universe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Break Pius's relic while you're at it. You do that, Edward tells you it's over for now, and he says, goodbye, granddaughter, great job. So, after you complete all three of the stories... Welcome back! We're back! (laughs) Whoa! whoa, Got some energy! coming back hot. We're coming back hot, because we're going to talk about
2: Oh, the good, the good stuff. The good stuff. The
1: goods. This is what you fuckers came here to hear. We're <laughs> I, talking about the garbage games I can't of 2023. Rem- I can't wait to remember these
0: shitty games. Oh, I mean, I can't they wait to see
1: how
2: many I picked.
1: We're not. Good. We sh- I should figure out like the combined score of what this worst <laughs> one was. Um, if we're looking at last year, I think the worst we had was Rogue Warrior at a three. No, we had Fight Club at a two. No, oh, fuck,
2: that was a terrible game. And yeah. then
1: we had Rogue Warrior at three. <laughs> with the swearing rap at the end remember that yeah, yeah. oh fuck yeah we have to do a top five bottom all t- or a bottom five all time maybe we should do bottom 10 we could we could definitely fart an hour out of the bottom yeah, 10 yeah. of all time all right then i'll stop going into these the ten best games <laughs> under five <laughs> <laughs> i mean we might be able to pull that off Um Probably. all right let's talk about these pieces of shit i, I know what the worst one is Okay, don't talk about it. Okay? I don't, yeah. Oh, really? I kinda, I'm remembering last year.
2: Maybe. I can't remember anything.
1: All right. So for the bottom five, the least of the worst games, yeah, number five. That, yep. Uh, this was a pick by Sir Chomp Slap. Nice.
2: That's one for me. <laughs>
1: it's one for Sir Hump Slap. Uh, when did we do this? We did this way back in July 27th, 2023. What's the total score? The total score was a seven. Ooh. Oh, seven. Wow. Shell Shock Nam sixty seven. Oh, oh, oh yeah, should
0: have, was, should have not gotten seven points. No, I don't uh, even remember what this game was. It was the one that was just complete. There was a Vietnam.
2: Yeah, there was a uh, fucking uh, reporter you had to save.
0: Yeah, there was all. It was also like you had to. The other guy was like the, the agent, the captain of death, and you eventually had to go. You came back with his head on your in his hands. And
2: oh yeah, yeah. It was just, just weird, it was stupid. It stereotypical
1: shit. Vietnam bro war stuff. Yeah, yeah, like um, glorifying the war rather yeah. than. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There have been so many like retrospective pieces about Vietnam and and the toll and how awful it was. And this game's like, how fucking cool is it to be in the military? <laughs> you can it was kill a weird people. Tone. It was a weird tone. Yes, very much. Um, yeah, just total, just bullshit. Like taking out anti aircraft guns working on a resupply destroying a village captured patrols there's just nothing memorable about it
2: no no yeah it was a total pile of shit
1: yeah listen to our podcast about it (laughs) yeah listen to our podcast it's pretty bad that the this or that in that episode was uh is it a kelly clarkson song or the name of a championship dog
2: oh you're gonna have to tune in and listen to. i don't remember remember the score
1: Yeah, yeah, you guys are going to have to go. I think that was one I almost reused because I was <laughs> running out of them at the end. But uh, if you want to hear how that worked out for the this or that, you have to listen to the entire episode or it won't play. So, you to <laughs> And you might have to download it six or seven times just to be sure. Uh, I
2: think you might have to check it out on YouTube, too. Yeah, yeah, while you're also there. It's well,
1: kind of like a puzzle you got to put together. Yeah, you can play along. I mean, the game's a piece of shit, but we had fun talking about it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And just roasting it. That is, uh, there you go. Number five for the worst uh, games. Number four. Oh, a less than seven stars. Rare Dr. Scientist pick. Oh, oh, I like this. the shittiest game with a number six. Released September 7th, 2023. Secret Service Ultimate oh, Sacrifice. Oh, that
2: was garbage.
1: <laughs> uh, I picked that?
2: Yeah. You did.
1: It started with a fight at like the Lincoln Memorial. Something
2: with like- the president. Yeah. Was there. Like kids, you
0: yeah, yeah. Because then the the whole thing didn't make sense of what their plan was to do. No, yeah. And then you ended up like going through sewers underneath the town. Some
2: weird gas was released in yeah. the sewer.
1: I remember the the plan. Like we, this was the one where we didn't understand the plan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we were like, wait, what the fuck are they trying to? They were to- gonna blow up the town, but they were in
0: DC at the time. Yeah,
2: yeah. And It was a bunch of.
0: It was a made-up town. It was the country they were from, right? Yes. Yeah, they did make up the country. I can't remember what they were. And they were um, all just
2: brought in there by like the speaker of the house or something.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he was he
1: was like he had money he to died make and somehow. The vice president was his brother or something dumb like that. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't. The plan did not make any sense. There were CBX bombs like in fucking The Rock.
2: Yeah, like yeah. Those chemical
1: bombs. Uh, there was there wasn't there something involving the vice president. And leading, like he was in South America at the time. Yeah, he was. Yeah, made you it made you think he was the one
0: trying to do it, but he was actually secretly doing it on the side for the president, but not telling anybody. And they found out the Speaker of the House was trying to kill everybody. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I don't know. Something weird like that. You're going to have to listen to it. I don't
2: remember well, that, that much. It no. was it was worth the six it got. Tell <laughs> so, yeah. yeah,
1: I remember it being, there was like underground tunnels you had to run through to get to like the... The White House, that yeah, that was the, those well, are secret tunnels, yeah, yeah, that very well could be the lowest score I ever gave a game
0: I picked. Probably,
1: man, I'd love to. Somebody out there star. at the wiki, crunch those numbers, <laughs> <laughs> see if you can figure that out. It's already up there, I'm sure.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, go listen to that episode, episode number 239. It was, uh, it was fun. We had fun talking, roasting it, just yeah. lighting it on fire. Yeah, it was a good one, just like we did the third worst one. Look Which is going to be bringing back the transition game from two weeks. <laughs> ago. You said these are on a different level than those first two. And those first yeah, two were terrible. Those were not good. Uh remember, that was a seven and a six. <laughs> and well, I mean, the other scores for the other two still aren't great. Like they're pretty close, but I feel like they're in their own league. And there is not- there's a lot of if you know the the the
0: way the system works, you know there's
1: a big jump from five
0: to six. Yeah. If yeah, you, if you guys real. know,
1: like you're if you're in the know, then you know. <laughs> and if you don't know. Now you know. you know. Now you know. So number three, this is a chump Slap pick. Nice. That's two. Two for chump Slap, One for Doctor Scientist. Zero for Papa Scotch. Oh man, And he's got a best one. Wow. And I got a be- What's happening? <laughs> what is? Are, am I getting better? Or are you guys sucking more? What's the? What is it? Uh, this game, like I said, Sir chump Slap pick. We talked about it May or sorry, May eighteenth, twenty twenty three. Okay. I, I have no idea where this is coming from. With a total score of six.
2: Oh, it's another tie. Brute Force. I don't remember that at all.
0: Near dawn. I think. I gave it three stars, and that's half the points. That's crazy.
2: <laughs> what was Brute Force? Brute Force game.
1: Was that the one where you're in space and you're fighting those monster things? I'm not helping. Oh, and you're on a planet and you could go from
0: each one to. You were like a. And you recruited other aliens to your Oh, side.
2: yeah. There was a lizard guy. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. that that game? Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm pretty sure. You create. You find an alien doodad. That's actually a direct note I had. <laughs> uh, you need to find a down chopper. You rescue a guy by the name of Brutus. Yeah, that's that. You get the
2: lizard. You get the, the sniper. Uh, the sniper
1: girl. Yeah. yeah. You head to a race of mind readers on Osiris. Yep, yep, Most yep. are red. <laughs> yeah, are I thought it, lo-
2: it looked like a fun game.
1: Yeah, but making it a fun game doesn't give it a good story. It's True. Cool. I mean, we've talked about games that we've roasted and gave terrible scores, and they're amazing games. Yeah. But the stories. We're here to talk about stories. Yeah. I mean, Man, I completely forgot this game existed. So did I.
2: I probably would have texted you guys next year and been like, "We be do Brew, Brew Force. Force yet?" Yeah.
0: <laughs> Not like when we watched that video of all the PlayStation games and we're like, "Oh yeah, we did this one on the podcast." If this would have came up, I would have been like, oh, "We didn't do that one." Yeah.
2: Yet. Exactly. Well, it's an Xbox game? Yeah, I but, d-
1: I, go ahead, but you went to an asteroid for the final battle i believe and that's where you have the boss battle that's like it looks like it's underground in a facility i don't remember that much i don't yeah. rocket launchers going man it confed is there
2: dude 96 percent of you users like this game
1: brute force yeah yeah it must be It's, it's got an 8.1 on ign it was released in may twenty eighth 2003 Oh, that's why. Yeah, it says 96% of Google users liked it. That's ridiculous. Well, maybe maybe it plays great. I don't know.
2: I don't know. I don't remember it looking good at all. But, I mean, that was 2003, so. Yeah. It was
1: was a
0: different time. Obviously, our system's better than theirs, so. Yeah, we're no Google. We make
2: way more money.
1: (laughs) Yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) We sure do. Oh, Christ. Well, do you want to get into, uh, since we don't really remember this game. Yeah. We're we're barely. Barely scratching the surface on what the fuck this game is. Um, I'll tell you what game you do remember, and it's the number two game. Okay.
2: Oh, shit. Number deuce. Uh,
1: this is a game we did very recently. It's a Papa Scotch pick. Oh, oh here yeah. it is. Thank <laughs> you. Papa Scotch makes the list. It was released December 14th, 2023, mm. with a total score oh. of five
2: we Die d- Hard.
1: Yeah. Die Hard Vendetta.
0: <laughs> yeah. Absolute garbage. Just like the movies. Fuck
2: oh, you. Oh, here we go. <laughs>
1: All right, I will die hard one is a classic and it is yes. a Christmas movie. We're not even going to discuss that. It is neither of those things. Die
2: hard with a vengeance is
1: beautiful. I thought it was great. The one and with look, Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. He's yes. all right. That one's all and right. I will, I will, that's not really a die hard movie. I will certainly submit to the fact that die hard two was not good.
2: Yeah, but yeah. I have a
1: soft spot for it cause it's a ridiculous action movie. That's fine. Um, and then after three, we we're not, you know, I don't even
2: remember two really,
1: it was the one where the, it was shot. It's supposed to be in, shot or, uh, in Dulles in D.C. How did the same shit happen to the same guy twice? Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember it at all. You should check it out. I, I mean, might have to. It's yeah. a, it's, if you like 90s action, you'll love it.
2: Yeah, right? I it's, like Die Hard, too. I mean, two also, of them. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. nice.
1: Uh, but yeah, Die Hard Vendetta was a story that takes place, I guess, a couple years after uh, Vengeance. A vengeance. So, yeah. Oh, whatever. I think so, yeah. I yeah. think it did, and the story was McLean is still in Los Angeles, Lucy is a cop, Yeah. then Hans Gruber's son, son. shows up? Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, because he Selling was stealing art. 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 Gruber?
1: <laughs> <shit. laughs> yeah. And then yeah. you have the fucking, oh, God, what was his name? We just did this. I want to say Jack, but the dude who was like an influencer. Something Forrest? And then a workout guy, and then he turned into an actor, and then he yeah. turned oh, into CIA a criminal guy? agent. Yeah, in. yeah. It was like if Chuck Norris I mean, all a professional of a sudden football player or something. Yeah, yeah. He was the most decorated person that ever existed. Yeah. And he's like, well, none of that worked out. I guess I'll do crime. Yeah. 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 Criminal time.
2: It doesn't make any sense, but yeah, no, it, it was a terrible mean. game.
1: It was bad. And then, oh, they kept shoving in uh, the reporter guy. Mm-hmm. He was kidnapped like four times in that game. Yeah, he sure was. And you had to save him every time. And he was still a fucking asshole to you.
2: Yeah. Still hated you. What a piece of shit.
1: I'm forgetting
0: his name.
2: Bob Buchert.
1: That's probably right. It's a casual shoe for yachting. <laughs> <laughs> what is a blooker? <laughs> God, that's nice. The only, right. I will never forget what a blooker is my entire no, life. Never. No, never. Never. But But uh, that is number two. Now it's, guys, it's time. Is it uh, uh, one three stars? No. It's One's got two stars. No. Oh, negative one stars? Negative one stars. Oh, yeah. I have it written down as the perfect zero game. The perfect oh, zero Oh, my game.
2: goodness.
1: Um This game we talked about on May 25th, 2023. Oh, you don't know what it is, chumps? Slap, do you?
2: No. It's a scotch pick, though, right? Yeah, it is oh, yeah. a scotch
1: pick. Yeah. <laughs> um, this game I picked because I saw some random video on the internet about how ridiculous the controller was. Okay. It came with its own custom and controller you put it that you set the on top of your keyboard. Oh. <laughs> Those out you there are screaming the name Star Wars Millennium Falcon CD-ROM <laughs> playset. Yeah, that's for we still have to make up to that guy who requested a Star Wars game. Yeah, I know, have, right? We, yeah, we owe an apology for that one. <laughs> there, I don't remember who it was. There have been dozens of Star Wars games, and I think like five good ones
2: <laughs> uh, yeah that that just, that's not even a game that no, was a the, Lego it wasn't a
1: game it, it was, was just mixing up the story from the movie.
0: yeah it was a lego
2: in the CD right order.
1: it was in completely in the wrong order like you just replayed levels like the the trench run uh there was one where i remember you were in the the pit with the
2: uh sarlacc
1: yes no not the sarlacc pit the big dude
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, the other pit. I
1: used to know all of these characters' names. I'm glad Rancor. You it's in the no, Rancor. Rancor. Nice. There we go. I used to know all. Yeah, that's probably better. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you fall in the Rancor pit, and if you screw up, they just keep spamming the same lines at yeah. you. Yeah. So you just hear the same fucking thing 700 times.
2: And you're just pressing your keyboard you're like, just
1: shut You're pressing the fuck down, c the po like, fucking go. So <laughs> yeah, I think the characters were the butt, like R2D2 was a button. Oh, uh, yeah,
2: because it was like the Millennium Falcon bridge or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. and, and you could,
0: they, they were like where they were was pressing down certain keys. Yeah. It's so, but it's so stupid cuz
1: like I guess they assumed you had a standard like keyboard back then. Yeah.
0: Yeah,
2: cuz
1: there's every keyboard is so different. Even I feel like back then they were pretty different. No, yeah. I thought they were all pretty uniform. They were definitely closer than they are today. Today yeah. it's insane and custom and all kinds of flat and silent and Yeah. all that stuff, but I remember back then they were all pretty much the same like with actual keys. Yeah, I I remember when we did this because we got a negative one, but I still wrote it down as a perfect zero. Oh, that's because I think I took a point from you. Well, no, it was it was I figured negative one's just as good as a zero. I mean, it's yeah, it was real bad. It wasn't even a game. It yeah. was just like I hope you played Star Wars, otherwise this isn't going to make sense. And you know what? If you even watch Star Wars, might not make sense. Yeah, yeah. I, I
0: wrote it down as one of the five perfect games we did, and that's a perfect zero.
2: Yeah, that and Silent Man. <laughs> Uh,
1: that, that, that one didn't get a that one gave like four points at least or three or four. No, I remember getting yeah, having it get three or four and being mad at you guys cuz you gave it such high scores. Yeah. I gave fuck it a negative 1, I'm pretty sure. I no, I gave game. it 0.
2: But yeah, this one was
1: That was the worst bad. game we did. Negative 1 ever. I, don't I think, think that you was can top the, that. No, that was the worst, yeah, the worst we've did in, we've did. We done in 5 years.
2: I'm going to do like a handheld fucking Nintendo game.
1: Yeah, but then we'll get, that'll get straight zeros may maybe
0: a one. Yeah, you're right. It's not, <laughs> it's not hated as much. We got to
1: start looking at like uh, what games came with their own fucking controller you had to use. Yeah.
2: Wow. I'm not going to do that much work. So.
1: I still think it's amazing that we did three games without scores to start this off. No, way more than that. Uh, the first episode we ever did landed on... January 29th, 2019. Yeah. Okay. We didn't give scores, official scores until... We didn't keep scores until episode 8, which was Kill Zone, we gave a 7. Then episode 9, we forgot. <laughs> <laughs> and then episode, which was Sly Cooper. Oh. Episode 9, one of our most popular episodes. And then we started doing scores the next episode, which was Kanan Lynch 2, Dog Days. Which, this is what I'm saying. We got to revisit these games because... I gave that a sixteen. Chum <laughs> slap gave it a fourteen, and you gave it a two, Doctor. Fourteen. I, I think I gave the two.
2: highest score this highest game this year. Four fourteen. Or and they, so.
0: The system's perfect. It didn't change. It's exactly the same. Exactly.
2: I, it'd be amazing if I did go back and score them all the same.
0: I would make sure. That's kind of why I put them on the list. <laughs> well, system's perfect.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right.
0: Someone would make up for it with their yeah, score, obviously. Which is brings us to our. Highest rated game, which I'm sure is another Papa Scotch pick. I think it's my pick.
1: Yeah. No, I talked about it a lot, and it was one of my favorite games ever. But actually, it, was it wasn't a my pick. pick. It was a, oh, it was a Chump Slot pick.
2: I think it was a Drago the Sligo email. Oh,
1: it's very good game. Very
2: good story. Shit.
1: You Let's don't remember f- what it is?
2: I remember what it is, but I'm trying to remember who emailed me. I don't want to say the wrong name, but who cares? Fuck it. You know who you are.
1: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yep. uh, it was a game we were definitely going to do sooner rather than later because yeah. I was actually planning to do it. Before the end of the game. Yeah. I was planning, I'm planning on picking it sometime soon. Yeah. So but. we're talking about Spec Ops The Line. Yeah. Uh, it's just a great story. Which I think that was the highest Pretty score I've ever telling. given a game. That was. It has to be. Yeah, I gave it a 26 out of 27. Yeah. Oh, it's in the top 10 of games in the game. Uh, the total score is a 60. 60. Nice. That's like 15 points higher than number two. I mean, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, we gave that a 60 and then number two was a 45. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. Released December 7th. 2023. Yeah, that's... Before. (laughs) (laughs) That was a banging end of the year. We really made up for the first five fucking months of garbage. No, but a very good game. Very good story.
2: Yeah. Blew my mind. I didn't even know about it.
1: It's often talked about as good stories and good storytelling. I don't know if I mentioned this at the time, but I remember we did another game that I really loved. I don't remember if it was Silent Hill 2 or if it was Bioshock Infinite. It might have been Bioshock Infinite, but there was a point where I said, what's better than this? Oh, yeah. And I was yeah. like, well, there's one game that might be. Oh, And then I think that was when I mean. Bioshock Infinite. We did February 10th, 2022. and I gave that a 25.
2: Yeah. Yeah. There it is. And the
1: only reason I gave Spec Ops a 26 is because I was like, well, you never know. Save some room. There might be that perfect game perfect story but wow. yeah this is one of my favorites i love it i was i wanted to revisit it before i picked talked it. about it yeah. and that like i want to actually play it and then that's no, when you pick forced it, like, it oh, on not, you not, <laughs> not playing it again but uh it's great it fucks with your head if you go back and play the game from the beginning like you it was one of the few games where i finished it and i'm like i need to play this again like i need yeah to. yeah and then when i played it again you started seeing how fucking weird it was yeah, yeah when, you start, when you know what's going on like, kind of
0: like when you play dart or- Dead Space, and you go and realize that she's dead the whole time. Yeah,
1: exactly. And it's like, wait, no, I never did interact with her. Because <laughs> there was, I think, in Dead Space, there's only one scene at the end when you're in the same room together. Yeah. On yeah. the planet. And it doesn't make sense why she's there or how she got there. So it's very.
2: Yeah, almost the same thing. Just talking to him on a radio, and he's like, he's dead the whole time.
1: Conrad, that was his name. But like, if you go, if you play the game over from the beginning, when you're. First get to Dubai and you're going through the town, you see billboards with Conrad's face on them. Yeah, because you don't know him in the beginning. Exactly. So you're just like, oh, man, this guy's brain was fucked before he even got here. Yeah, (laughs)
2: that's why he could be dead. You don't know.
1: Yeah, that is a absolutely fantastic game. Yeah. Play it. Well, should listen to our podcast first. No, we play it first. Our story ruined and then play it.
2: Oh, there you go. Now we're talking. Then you don't have to play it twice.
1: Yeah. Maybe we should just start a movement. We're like, you listen to our, our podcast, you get the story ruined, and then, then you, you play, play it. it. yeah, And see how correct we were. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: And then you could date on us, be like, no, you fucking idiots. They'll
1: be like, you completely nah, missed it. It this whole part. And we're like, yeah, that's what we do. Yeah. I mean, we don't memorize every game every week. We're doing a game a week here, people. <laughs> Give us a fucking break. No, come on, man. How could you say that to, Like, I'm just... Straw manning this, <laughs> this, this fan who's
2: pissed off. How at us. could you say we suck like that? What the when, fuck?
1: When we start making a
0: little bit more money, we can start playing each game each week. Oh, that would be sick. Man, that'd be amazing. I wish I could do that. Yeah, some of those games are expensive
1: though. Well, I mean, if we made money, it'd be a, ta- it'd be a tax write off. <laughs> I know right? that would
2: be fucking bidding against each other on eBay for some <laughs> exactly. of these games.
1: We'd be bidding against each other for <laughs> eternal darkness.
2: Yeah, right. That's an expensive one.
1: Yeah, that was a real, it was like a 150 bucks. Yeah. I guess they didn't make a lot of them.
2: Yeah. Which is foolish because it was great.
1: It was great. But we're talking about Spec Ops line. Let's let's get to our clip. How about it? You guys ready? Yeah. Go. All right. Well, I'm just going to jump
2: right into it. Because we got a lot of talking, I guess. Maybe. We'll see. So, game starts. You're flying a helicopter around Dubai, shooting other helicopters out of the sky. You fly into a sandstorm. And one of the helicopters you shoot. Crashes into you, your helicopter, and uh, you assume it's going to crash. Fade to black, and the word earlier comes up. Oh, shit. Yeah. You know, you know it's a good one when it starts media res, right? Yeah. That's the right way to say it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Flashback to a couple days earlier. So, here you get the story of one Colonel John Conrad, commander of the Damned 33rd Battalion. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> the <yeah>. damn
2: 33rd. <laughs> these guys were leaving Afghanistan when they decided to, they heard some news about these crazy sandstorms in Dubai, so they decide they're going to stop in, disobey orders, and go give some relief effort to, to the Dubai citizens and all them, everyone
0: who's stuck there. Right. Sure,
2: makes sense. I'm following. He's missing for six months now. Since that Seems happened. like a
0: long time to leave him there, but... Yeah.
2: Well, two weeks ago, they finally received a crazy static transmission from the colonel saying that the evac was a failure and the death toll was just too many.
1: Yeah, so he was there. I guess the, the reason the games give it for not having any communication out is the, the sandstorms like limit communication.
2: Yeah, you couldn't get... Only but the, the- last...
1: They heard he was trying to evacuate the city and, some, and it didn't go well. And they haven't heard shit for yeah. two weeks. Yeah. They kind of, well, a couple of weeks, but that seems like. I said it was six months he's been missing.
0: These sandstorms are still yeah. going? Well, it's a big uh, disaster. You yeah. know, this game was banned in the UAE? No.
1: That's not surprising because
0: yeah. they
2: showed Dubai and like rubble. Oh, I could see them doing that. They're kind of cowards.
1: Yeah, they had I I love the pictures just to give you an idea of the the amount of damage the sandstorm costs like the sand banks were just as tall as the skyscrapers.
2: Yeah, it was pretty neat like cars and stuff just stuck on freeways.
0: Like how Mm -hmm. bad does it have to be that weeks that the sandstorms raging and people just can't get in to help people? Yeah, it's the fact that there's a
2: sandstorm raging for six months. (laughs) Just blows my mind right there. Yeah, well, anyway. What is this, Mars? I assume they have sandstorms.
0: But anyway.
2: It's red. Yeah, right? (laughs) So, we cut to, one, Captain Walker, Lieutenant Adams, and Sergeant Lugo. They're walking through the desert,
1: and they're making their way to a mostly buried Dubai. I have a fun piece of trivia here that I read and couldn't believe. Um, Captain Walker is Nolan North. He's a voiceover and everything. He's been in a billion things. Nothing surprised there. But... Lieutenant Adams, he is voiced by a guy by the name of Christopher Reed. Okay. A.K.A. Kid from Kid and Play.
2: <laughs> oh, the voice sounded familiar, but I couldn't place it. The
1: dude with the tall hair. Oh, I know. The tall hair. <laughs> yes, we know who
0: Christopher <laughs> Reed is.
1: Yes, that's, that's him. I, I didn't know that. I, I read that piece of trivia, and I thought that was very interesting.
0: Nice, nice.
2: So they, they make it to the city limits, and they're like, ah, well, this is a no man's land. We're in here to just locate survivors, try to get them out, and then just get the hell out of here. Looking for the 33rd Battalion.
1: Yeah, we're we're the spider sent in to catch the fly. Yes. The whole mission was to figure out what the fuck is happening, and when you find the 33rd, to call backup. That's the whole mission.
2: Yeah. Because they know where the distress beacon is that sent out that last, Mm -hmm. the only thing they heard two weeks ago. And it took them two weeks to even get a mission in there, which doesn't make sense. But anyway, you make your way to the stress beacon, you and your crew, and you find a couple dead 33rd members. They look freshly killed. You're like, oh, what the fuck is going on here? Mm -hmm. And a couple refugee survivors from Dubai are there, and they, they decide to, I don't know, threaten you, and then... You decide to attack them. Or maybe they did attack you if you don't attack them. I don't know. I just the video I saw they
0: attacked first. Uh you played this Popscotch, right?
1: Oh, I sure did. Um
0: there are points where it's like a moral choice, right? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yes. Yeah, but they Yeah, there's several different endings. I'm pretty sure the moral choices play a little part of them. Okay. I think they only
2: we'll get to that at the end. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they only play a part in the flashbacks but you end up fighting a bunch of these survivors or whoever they are and you kill a couple and then you make your way out of there you get a distress call from the alpha patrol they say they're surrounded by insurgents and you gotta fucking go help them out so who's okay. this alpha
1: patrol that's a good question this is uh i think it's supposed to be confusing okay like we're not supposed to we're, we're jumping in the situation with these three guys. We don't know what's happening. We saw these guys shooting at us. Yeah. And they're like, I guess these are the locals. Yeah. And their thought process is probably, oh, the locals are fighting the 33rd or something to that matter. Yeah,
2: okay. So you go to this Alpha Patrol, and you come across, like, this hostage situation, and you hear them talking, and it's like, the Alpha guy is... I don't know if he's CIA or whatever, but I don't know. He gets gets killed, but before he dies, he tells he tells you that the commander was taken to the nest, and you got to go there, and that's that's how you'll find out more of what's going on if you go find the Mm. the commander. Mm -hmm. So you make your way, fight your way to a television studio, which they call the nest, I guess, and there's slaughtered soldiers everywhere. Yeah, a lot of dead bodies. Yeah. Oh, this is where you see the CIA guy. Lieutenant Daniels. Is that who you're talking about? Mm, is this Daniels? Yeah. No. no Daniels is the guy. Yeah. This is Lieutenant McPherson. Okay. It no, this is Lieutenant McPherson and a CIA guy are arguing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the CIA guy is saying like they rallied insurgents against the 33rd because the 33rd was AWOL and they were fucking shit up in there. They took, I don't know. They were just doing shit that was wrong. So they're rallying insurgents against them. So there's like a war. So you fight more soldiers because they think you're CIA now. And you see the 33rd is rounding up civilians. You th- you're like, oh, my God, they're rounding them up to kill them. So we have to fight off this 33rd. You mm-hmm. know? And you're like, okay, yeah, that's what we got to do. Fucking kill them. So you, you fight them off. And then you're, you're walking further into the city. And you pick up an interrogation of CIA agent Daniels by a thirty-third member. Okay. And you're like, okay, we're gonna go figure out what the hell this is. We know where the source is because Lugo or Adams, which one? I don't know, but they're good at pinpointing wherever the shit comes from. Yeah. So you make your way there, and then uh somehow you're you have to you fall off a building. <laughs>
0: that happens occasionally in this game.
2: Yeah. And you find Daniels is dead. He's just hanging upside down with a speaker in his mouth, and it was a trap.
1: He's been dead for a while.
2: Yeah, yeah. And this trap was set up to find a guy named Gould. He's a CIA yeah. agent who knows you guys are there. And you're you and you guys are so confused. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm confused. When I was watching it, I was like, "What the <laughs> yeah. fuck is
1: going on?" Yeah. It's um. So they yeah they were setting a trap to get another CIA guy named Gould. And you're like, oh, I guess we're going to trap you now. Because by now, I think the uh, 33rd has heard about your group, the Delta group. Yes, yes. So. Well, the CIA knows about the Delta group. That's for sure.
2: Because Gould says, we knew you guys are here and we're going to help you escape this ambush. Get the fuck out of here. So you eventually get out of the ambush, make your way out, and Gould gets captured. And here we see white phosphorus just dropped on a whole bunch of civilians. We assume it's by the 33rd. Because the thirty third is killing civilians and they're taking over Dubai, as we're led to understand here,
3: Mm-hmm.
2: and you just see more civilians get killed, and then Gould dies because he was captured and they just fucking murdered him.
1: Oh yeah, real good. And then I they, don't yeah. think there's a you can intervene, like you have the option to sit here and see how this plays out, and if they'll they'll kill Gould and then they'll leave the area. Yeah, or you can try to save him, but I don't think you ever do.
2: Yeah, I figure he gets killed either way, and then you go to his body and you find a map with plans on it that say like go to the gate. That's and you're like, oh, that must be where the CIA was going <laughs> to stop these thirty third. Happen to have the map, but well, Gould has it because that's what CIA does. They carry incriminating evidence with them wherever they go, just everywhere. Yeah. So you decide to go there. The whole Delta team are like, all right, let's go. Let's go to this fucking gate. Let's fuck shit up. Let's let's put an end to this 33rd bullshit. hmm And you get there, and it's heavily guarded by 33rd. So Walker decides, let's use white phosphorus on them.
1: <laughs>
2: you know, it's only a war crime one way. If you use it both ways, it's fine.
1: He gets to the gate. He sees them everywhere. He sees the mortar, and he's like, let's do it. And they're like... Even, who was it? Not uh, not L- Adams. The other guy, Lugo, Lugo, is like, we cannot be doing that. And he's like, no, we're going to do it. There's too many. And he's like, he's we like, have no choice. They're
2: rounding up, the, they're killing all these civilians. We
1: got to stop them, you know. And then, well, the important part and the line I want to go over is when Lugo, when uh, Lugo's like, we cannot do this. Walker says we have no choice, and Lugo's like, we always have a choice. Mhm, mhm. Which is like a central theme in this game. It's very important. You don't you do. Well, not when you're playing it, really. <laughs> no. You can't, well, you can't not
2: do this part.
1: Exactly. Like that's they tell you you have a choice and you always have a choice and then in the game they force you to do it. Yeah. Yeah. You cannot progress unless you do it.
2: Right. So you use this white phosphorus on them and you're walking through the aftermath and you're like, "Oh my god, this is terrible." And it stinks. Don't talk cuz you can't get these fumes in your mouth. And you find out That the Delta team, you guys just slaughtered a whole fucking bunch of civilians. I think it's 47 to be exact.
1: In a pretty terrible way. Yeah, just hiding, cowering, trying to get out. Yeah, and you're not
2: very happy about it. You're like, what the fuck? They 33rd rounded up these civilians, and we just killed them all? Lugo's pissed, dude. He's like, you fucking just made us killers. Good job.
1: And there's this whole argument as you... You being Walker, they focus on Walker, who's just like... Yes, yes. The sound's fading out. He's just realizing what happened. Mm-hmm, yep. And then he's like, they're going to pay. Yep. I'm like, fucking who? You just did this. <laughs> well, they tricked me. Well, the
2: 33rd made him do it. That's what he yes. says. He says something like that. He's like, that's it. We got to fucking find Conrad, and we got to fucking put an end to this. Mm-hmm. So they press forward. You find Conrad... Command team was murdered. So you find a radio and you speak with Conrad. You sure do. And you're like, okay, well, we're gonna we're fucking coming for you, Conrad. And I guess we should mention they have a relationship,
1: sort of. like They were in Kabul together. Yeah, Conrad saved Walker's life. Yes. And uh, also another character, which we didn't even mention yet, the DJ. Oh, yeah. You hear him throughout the game. He's just broadcasting in...
2: Dubai over the radio, and he's the voice of the thirty third
1: or whatever. He sounds like a psycho who has lost it. Yeah, isn't he? Uh, voiced by fuck. God damn it, Jake Busey.
2: Yes, thank yeah, you. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I think that was a pretty good casting.
2: Yeah, that was really good. I like that too. So, and you're walking through, you're getting closer to Conrad, and you you see. These snipers and these two people hanging—they're alive. They're not like hanging from their necks.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> it's a civilian and a soldier, and Conrad's on the radio. He's like, "You got to kill one of them." Blah blah blah. They're both guilty of severe crimes. This guy stole water, and the other guy killed random civilians. So yeah, so you do this. That's a whole one of the choices you get to make. You actually get to make here. It's a thief or
0: a murderer. Yeah, you have to be the judge.
2: Yep. So after you do that, you run into uh, Agent Riggs.
1: Okay. Who?
2: He's a CIA agent, I guess, and he's being attacked by the 33rd. And his operation is to get to the main water supply and cripple the 33rd by taking the water and helping civilians instead.
1: Your, your team is fighting the 33rd now. And you there the whole game, like you meet several CIA guys, you know, Riggs, you meet. Daniels. Well, the one guy's dead. Yeah. Daniels. And Gould helps you out to get out of a bind. Yeah, But you're basically like, I don't know if we trust these guys. And then Walker's basically like, well, they're not shooting at us. This The 33rd are, and they're fighting with Gould and the CIA. Uh, we're just going to side with them for now and see how it goes. Yeah, right. Which is interesting. Yeah,
2: but right. You just decide to side with the CIA. Because you think the 33rd is killing civilians try to take over Dubai.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
2: So he decided to help Riggs, and he gets in there. He takes the water supply. He's driving the trucks out, and he decides to fucking destroy the water supply. Yep. His motivation was to kill off the remaining civilians and cover it up so nobody will declare war on the U.S.
1: Typical CIA bullshit.
2: Right? A little too typical. Makes total sense. And he tells you this all on his deathbed confession because he's— Trapped under a truck, and he's like, fucking shoot me. I don't want to burn to death. And
0: Which is a weird... uh, I'd rather be shot
2: in the... No, no. (laughs) It's a weird moral choice to give. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I like that about it. Yeah. It was like, do we shoot this guy, or do I just let him burn to death because he just fucked everybody over? Either way, it's... He's
1: dead. He essentially killed everyone. Like, there's no more water. They're in the desert, and they can't get out. Yeah. Like, everyone's fucked.
2: Exactly. So... Now, Walker gets separated during the whole truck crash scenario here, and he has to get back to him. So, he does. He eventually does. Whatever. I don't know why I even wrote that down. (laughs) (laughs) So, he decides you're going to head to the transmission tower to confront this radio man who's been talking about the 33rd on the radio so fucking much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You want to talk to... Jake Busey.
1: Yeah, you you really have no one else to go after except Conrad and you have have no no, leads or anything. Yeah, yeah, you
2: know, no idea where Conrad is. So you figure this radio guy who's acts like he's speaking for the 33rd must know where he is. So I'm going to go there.
1: I think they also mentioned two things I want to mention. He was the guy who's on the radio. Walker recognizes his voice. He was a reporter that was stationed with the 33rd. Yeah, yeah. So he Walker knows who he is. And I also liked, um, they didn't really show it in the videos that we watched, but a lot of the collectibles that you can stumble upon are like his articles and his notes that he's writing down, Oh, which nice. I thought was like a really smart way to, to do collectibles. Okay. Like Intel. Yeah. Like Intel. Yeah. Like it's not the Assassin's Creed feathers, which are like, whatever. Yeah, right. It's like, Oh, it makes sense that you would find his notes strewn about. But you were looking for the
0: feathers cause your little brother liked getting feathers for your mom.
1: Man, I didn't remember that at all. <laughs> yeah.
2: Is that true? <laughs> yeah. Oh, damn. I did not know
0: that. Hey, your mom kind of gets sad when they died, and then so you, he like used to collect feathers, so you go out and collect them. Oh, okay. Well. You see, that's how uh, unrememberable unre- it was. Yeah, yeah. You know what I meant. That's a word. Yeah.
2: Exactly. Anyway, so you make it to this tower, and they're like, Lugo, can you uh, finagle this radio so we can we can talk? And the radio man is just like, I'll do it for you. Here you go. He just clicks a button. Jake Busey. Jake Busey. He's like, here you go. Click a button. You can talk to anybody now. And then Lugo fucking instantly murders him.
1: (laughs) I did not see that. I remember it happening when I played the game. And even when I was watching this video, I was like, holy shit.
2: Yeah. Lugo's like fucking not having it, dude.
1: They had such like a great rapport right before he shot him in the face. Yeah. It's like, why do you do that? Like this guy wasn't a threat. He was a mouth, sure, but he wasn't a threat to them. He was unarmed. He was just like bro down with the with the radio guy. Yeah. And they were complimenting each other. He's like, all right, thanks. Bam, done. 33rd will pay. Let me shoot this guy in the face. Yep. Well, he's part of it. Yeah, and then Adams is not thrilled about that move.
2: No. Well, he's fucking pressed, man. You can't do that. Another war crime. So Walker gets on the radio and he's like, we got this... Escape plan going on, blah, blah, blah. Whatever. So, you decide to fight your way to the helicopter that's on the roof. And that's how you're going to get out of there. So, you get in the helicopter. You destroy the tower. You shoot the shit out of it on your way out. And then, this is the opening fight sequence. Oh, you
0: finally get there.
2: Which Walker says, we did this already.
1: Oh, that's weird. I thought that was awesome. That was
2: awesome. That would have been like...
1: Also... I like how when they first get on it and they were, like, shooting the like the 33rd so they could get away, like, they kill them all and they can leave. And Walker's like, Sp- yeah, spin around the building. I want to see what else we can do. And you just keep murdering. So that's definitely another. Is that another war crime? Probably is. Probably. Yeah. But he's like, let me take some time. Let me kill all of these guys with this big gun. Right. And these guys are like, what the fuck are you talking about? What do you mean we did this? <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you mean? Anyway, whatever. And then you, he does the first line he says yeah. at the start of the game. War is hell. And then you get, th- you crash,
2: and you get into this dream sequence where you're, like, walking through hell
0: or something. It's kind of like Dubai on fire.
2: Yeah. But. Yeah. It's weird. And then you're shooting all these, like, people on fire, and then you just hear Adams, like, screaming at you, like, what the fuck are you doing? It's interesting. but
1: Yeah, it's like a. Uh, I thought it was like a burning obelisk that was just supposed to be some symbol, but it's supposed to be uh, the main building in the game, the one that's their version of the Burj Khalifa, whatever they call it. Yeah, the tower. The, yeah, the tower. The tower, yeah. tower, yeah, wherever Conrad is. So you get
2: separated again. You reunite with Adams and try to find Lugo. Mm-hmm. But by the time you find Lugo, it's too late, and he's been lynched by a gang of civilians.
1: Yeah, they just... Strung them up and hung them. Yep. Makes total sense. Yeah. You're like, I'm trying to save you guys. Why did you just take my guy and do that? And then you're like, oh, you were part of the group that basically killed them and took all their water.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So they're not very happy about it and they're going to kill you. So you got to get the fuck out of there.
1: Mm
3: -hmm.
2: So it's just Walker and Adams now and you're going after Conrad. You get surrounded by the 33rd and they're like, put down your weapons, blah, blah, blah. And Walker's like, I'm going to put down my weapons because that's the only way I can think of to get into this tower to see Conrad. Yeah. So he surrenders. And Adam's like, fuck you, man. We didn't come all this way to just fucking surrender. I'm fighting these fucks. And he fights to his death.
1: Yeah, they don't show it, but he pushes you over the side and you assume that he died in like this last drop. Yeah. While killing a bunch of them, I guess. It's kind of a sack move, but not really. I do have Adam's, I think, sack moved question. Mark. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what's so you make your all way. right. And we're back. We just ran through the top five games of 2023. And I think we're better people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, always. Yeah, I enjoyed this. I always enjoyed doing these episodes because we get a chance to remember games like brute force, which we completely <laughs> <all> <laughs> fucking <laughs> forgot everything about. Yeah, I thought that that's was amazing. Fascinating. Uh, Revisiting the bad ones, revisiting the good ones. It's always fun to do at the end of the year and uh, give us a little break. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So lay off. (laughs) (laughs) Throw in your recommendations to Chump Slapping this time.
1: Yeah. uh, We're going to take a little break, but that doesn't mean we're stopping putting out episodes every single fucking week. So after this next week, we got a plotty time watches for you. We're not going to spoil it, but it was an episode that Chump and I recorded back in like summer as a backup episode (laughs) in case we missed a week. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. But it's a video game movie. We're not spoiling it. Mm. Come back next week to figure it out. Uh, after that, we got a couple more special episodes for you. And then we'll probably be back with regular programming in February 2015. 2024. Jesus. twenty. Did I say 2015? I think you did. Wow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> maybe,
0: maybe you meant February 15th? I don't know what you're talking about. It is February 15th. Oh, yes, I, just, be, okay. I just
1: can't talk. So, uh, February 15th, we'll be back with our episodic content. We give you an episode a week every uh, week until then. be a Popscotch pick. It will be. I got to figure out what I'm doing. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's a while away. So, uh. All right, let's sign off here. Uh, if they want to send us emails, guys, we're going to be off for like a month. But like I said, we still got a new episode every week. And Chump Slap needs some games for the coffer.
2: They <laughs> <laughs> really do. So if
1: they can send us those recommendations, where would they do that?
2: Send them to at gmail.com and make sure we haven't done it or it's not like a third in a series or... It's under two hours.
1: (laughs) Yes, you do the research. We're not going to do it. You do the research. And uh, if they want to get to us on the socials with recommendations, how would they do that, Dr. Scientist? At Pilate Time on Instagram or threads or stop by the subreddit and uh, make a, hey, these are choices
0: for chump slap. Post. Post, yes, that's
1: the word. (laughs) Perfect. I mean, it would be awesome if we could just get like a poll going. What game should uh, chump slap Yeah, give like five games that he could do and and the fans vote on them. If we had enough fans. Yeah. Yeah. If we had enough fans. It, it'd be sad if there were three boats for like six games. <laughs> so uh, you can also go to YouTube, like, and subscribe there. It really helps us out. You can go to our official store to buy your Plotty Time weed skin shirt, your Stealth Game Suck it shirt. it now? It's been out, bro. Yeah. What? <laughs> what are you talking couple about? A couple weeks. I mean, by now, it's January 18th. Of course it's been out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that does it for us. So as always... Shout out to Blaine J.J., of the Slago. We'll give another one out there to Hamman. I am Panax, Gamers Little Playground, for providing us with all the videos we need to watch to do this. Don't trust Dr. Scientists, and we'll talk to you next time. Peace. Peace.
2: Peace.